Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is my guest. Morning. I mean, it seems silly saying guest now. Co-host, I guess, is the word to use, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was because I was nowhere near you. But yes, well, Well, for for the time being. For the time being. It's basically the Jason and Steve show until further notice. Yeah, this is the only time I get any time to myself, to be fair. I've got a four-year-old, haven't I? Oh, mate, it's an absolute treat. I'm I'm agreeing to to interviews and jobs that I don't need to do. I've got nothing to sell, nothing to promote, and... I'm just like, yeah, fine. I'm happy to do that. Just to, just if to. It gets me out of the house slash room. Yeah, I know. I, know. I did. Uh, what have I done this week? I've, I've, I've obviously got this set up. This with the microphone and the and the, the computer, so I can do the radio show. But off the back of that, I recorded the voiceover for the Olivier Awards uh, nice. yesterday. Did that yesterday. Um, that took me forty-five minutes, but I just told everybody it was going to take two hours. Yeah. So just what were you doing? Just well, you had to look at the clips, don't you, and stuff from you know years gone by of the Olivier yeah, Awards exactly. to know exactly, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, let me just turn my. Uh, I keep getting emails through. <laughs> I've got. Some, uh, I've done a. I've done a special setup today. Uh, oh, yeah. Where I've I've covered in a, a like a winter duvet. It's oh, really so hot. yeah, it's really hot. To soundproof the room, I've just tried to. to I've got an art. I found an artist easel in the shed, which I bought right. about ten years ago, and I thought I was going to do some painting. Never did. All the gear, no idea. Yeah, yeah. And I've got so I've got about four. I've got a computer, a telly, and some boxes, sort of so lifting it above me. Oh, it's saying it. better. I saw Fern McCann did it on, not Fern McCann, <laughs> Fern Cotton. Yes, Fern Cotton did it on Instagram. So I thought I'll do that. I'll give that a go. Well, I mean, it works. Boi- it sounds I'm, good. I'm absolutely boiling. It's a winter <laughs> Roasting, time. mate. Absolutely <gasps> roasting. You can, you can hear me sweating. <laughs> well, it does sound good, though. There's, it's not, um, uh, you know, I, I, it's not reverberating and echoing no around the roof. Turns yeah, it works. Yeah. <laughs> well, I um, I brought my uh, I brought my computer down to the living room, so the the sofa and the curtains and the rug is all soaking up the sound. But I, what I have noticed from doing some interview, I did Good Morning Britain this morning, um, and doing another. I did uh, Granada reports the other day, chatting about the new cartoon I'm doing, Daisy and Ollie, um, which has just started on Channel Five. Milkshake, if you if your kids want to watch it, and um, I've noticed every single interview. Somebody's got a bookcase behind them. I know. I don't know I what know. it is. Just to show is, they can read. Do you know yeah, I can read? I can I, read. <laughs> and, now, and now I'm having to think about... I did the one for Granada Reports the other day, and I had to turn the computer to the side because there was like the washing basket was overspilling, the bed wasn't made. Yeah. You know, it was, it's just a mess. I've got a wardrobe at the back, which is horrible. And you're having to think about stuff. That you've never had well, to think about before. No, but house. I mean, yeah, but as as an actor, we do self-tape casting sometimes. Oh, yeah, so of course. You can tell who does and who doesn't do these right. things by the things in the background. You can tell <laughs> whenever they go to an actor's house, it's perfect, because that's the corner they do their self-tapes in. <laughs> right, so they've got their Shakespeare books and... So, uh, no, you have nothing in the background. It's got to be a blank you... background. Blank background. It's distracting, Same. isn't it? You're trying to watch somebody emote, and there's a, there's a you know, where's Wally calendar behind your head? Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. I'm thinking of just maybe redecorating just the patch of wallpaper that's behind the computer. That's a, that's a good idea. You could, you, in fact, you could do one bit like patch behind you, and then you could do another bit green, just in case you need to do any green screen stuff. Yeah, a little green screen, yeah. Yeah, yeah and you could like be anywhere that. you wanted then, couldn't you? <laughs> that could really work. That's how they'll do the new Spider-Man film. 
Yeah, just, just a bit Tom of Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland jumping across his sofa. <laughs> just diving across his hey, sofa. Hey, well, if he's doing if he's doing Joe Wicks, he'll be good with a Spider Man. Oh, he does a lot of that, doesn't he? He'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. What have you done mostly this week, Steve? What's been your your major this thing week? You've done yeah, uh, mainly this it. week. Uh, I've been watching George Clark's Amazing Spaces. Don't know if you ever oh, saw yeah. that when it was on. He, he does a thing. Well, he's the one called Shed of the Year, where people have turned their sheds into like a oh. cinema or a pub or a oh. railway station. And I remember watching it a couple of years ago. Go railway station. Yeah, some people have just got all the memorabilia and everything. They got all. Oh, the I stuff see. In it's there. not like. People are oh, just getting just, off going, why, why, are we just at Dave's house? Yeah, no, you should see the one. There's what I think it's somewhere in Stoke. A bloke's turned his, like, shared his outers into a cinema. It's amazing. And I remember watching it at the time going, you've got too much free time, mate. But now I'm really well, we envious of these people. He's got a bob at the bottom <laughs> yeah, of his of garden. <laughs> so I'm just mainly thing. watching that and being really envious of that. Yeah, watching outside stuff. Yeah, I must say I caught an episode of location, location, location the other day and I thought, oh, this is just like, it's like porn. Yeah. <laughs> like no, I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what is a good like, good, good for that. There's, you know, slow TV. Have you, are you familiar with this, slow TV? No, I don't know this. It's like, they. I think the first one was like a train from somewhere in Norway, like Oslo to Bergen or somewhere mm-hmm. like that. And they just film the entire journey from the front of the train for eight hours. And it's called Slow TV. It's just on in the background. I think BBC Four did like a couple of Christmas ones when you followed like a, a tribe going with the sleighs and the reindeer just sort of oh, going wow. through. Yeah, so it's, they're on about four hours or on Christmas Day and stuff. But there's a lot of those. And there's a brilliant one. It's called something like uh, A Slow Walk in Tokyo. And a bloke oh, just yeah. gets out of the station and, he walk, and it's like walking down the streets because... Oh. It's, it's lovely having a little stroll around Tokyo. And, it, and obviously Absolutely a few of them have got their masks on because they always wear them anyway. So it feels current. And then you've got later <laughs> ones when it's like Tokyo at night, you can't watch them. You have a panic attack because there's so many people there. But oh, yeah, that's no. what I recommend. Slow TV. Just have a little look. Somebody going for a walk. I think we're all going to have a it. slight bit of anxiety when we, when we are finally allowed back out. Into the real I world, yeah. Gonna- yeah, I think we're gonna. Ha- I think all of us are gonna suffer because there's people who've never suffered anxiety who are now suffering anxiety because of all this. And when, when we get released back into the wild, there's there's gonna be uh, you know weird emotions going on when people are near you when there's public gatherings. Yeah. It's gonna be an. It's gonna be gonna take a bit of getting used to. I think I'm all right with the two meter thing. Let's just keep that going. I think. Yeah, I think that should be... I'm happy to implement that. It's going to be hard at the cinema and the theatre, but even at the cinema when I go... Well, yeah. Yeah, I, everyone does, don't they? Everyone tries to find space, a little bit of space. Yeah. You always sit a couple of seats from anyone, don't you? Yeah, you don't want to be a bit chewing and stuff like that, do you? So you oh, just, yeah, find your little corner. No. I think this, this could change the way humans live forever. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever be the same again. No, no. no the, keep the two-metre rule going up. Um... Handshakes, def- we've already got rid of them last we, week, we? Didn't we discussed that, didn't we? Yeah, handshakes, they're, they're out of here. I mean, a bloke, I went to Tesco last night, right? Popped out at like nine o'clock last night. It was closing at 10. We needed olive oil and, you know, the the, the, the little things that you just run out of, you know? Yeah. And um, so went there, got some olive. You do feel a bit odd, though, when you go and, and you're buying anything which you feel, you feel anyone else could deem non-essential. Yeah, olive oil, it feels like, yeah. I mean, to me, think that. Yeah. 
I think that's essential. But at the same time, we, I did buy some Coke Zero, some rose wine, and some uh, and a dairy milk. And well, they're uh, essentials in a way, aren't they, to keep you? Well, I tell you, yeah. yeah. I mean, what I ended we, up doing was just putting eggs and milk in, even though we didn't need it. Yeah. Just because I thought, well, if anyone checks, you know, if, if I get pulled over by the police on my walk back, I can go, well, I had to get eggs and milk, mate. Yeah, you know not just mean, Coke Zero. On the subject no. of that, though, we had um, mm. the bin men came this morning to take the recycling. Oh, it's like Mardi Gras in this street. Oh, mate. Tinks the bottles and cans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Pubs have you been know, closed for a week. You know when... Uh, you know, yeah, but, yeah. you know when uh, last week we all went out and applauded the NHS. I don't know. Is that yeah. happening again? Oh, I think it is happening. Is we're saying again? tonight, but obviously we're, it's we're going to be on Sunday. Thursday, but it's yeah. Thursday we're recording this. Yeah, okay. I think it is still happening. Oh well, that's nice. That's nice. That it should happen every week. The, the, when the bin men came this morning, I felt like going out and applauding them. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there should be like we should just find an allotted time at any point where we just go out. That's for the bin men seven o'clock on a Tuesday, uh, eleven o'clock. People Friday, are working in the supermarkets. Out. They should have a little Give clap. Them a little round of applause. You know what I mean? Like we just pop out three o'clock on a on a Friday afternoon. That's teachers. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I think there's a way of doing it. But anyway, the story I was going to tell you was so. I've been enjoying this social distancing. I was on the phone to my mum. I've got my mask up. I've got my bike helmet on. <laughs> and I'm in my big coat. And I'm walking around the little Tesco Express there with my me, with me basket, getting me bits. And a guy goes, he obviously heard my voice because I was talking to my mum. He went, is that Jason Manford? I thought, he can only see my eyes. Like, yeah. And I said, yeah, yeah. He went, he went, oh, nice one, nice one. He said, oh, I suppose I can't get a selfie. I went... Nah, mate, you can't because no, you can't. That's two not, meters in it, two yeah. meters. Anyway, take a photograph from me over there. He basically thought about it, did a couple of laps of the shop, and then went, "Can we just do one, but like two meters apart?" <laughs> so he's like two meters in front of me, <laughs> taking a selfie, and I'm behind him, lurking like the worst Mortal Combat character you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Like and white mask, really small in the background as well. <laughs> just in the background with a bat- little basket. Like see that, Jason Manford. Yeah, just before he finished <laughs> me. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. I might get start, might get used to start doing some of them, Steve. Okay, you know the sort of intro of uh, like yeah. after the after a song. Mix it up a little bit. Well, you know, it's it's all in the timing, but we'll be like Ant and Deck. Yeah. Maybe we could be the new Ant and Deck. Yeah, could be the new Ant and Deck. They live around here. Who, Dick and Dom? One of them does. Don't know which one's which. Yeah. No, I I was going to shout bogeys at him in a pub once, but I thought, nah, he's probably had that. (laughs) I reckon he's probably had that, definitely. (laughs) Um, We've been watching Cracker Jack. Oh, yeah. With uh, Sam and... Oh, crikey, I forgot the names now. The two lads, they're like the new Dick and Dom. Oh, um, I know the ones you mean. They were on the X Factor yeah. or something, weren't they? One's from Wolverhampton, really? one's from Bolton. That's right, so. well, that's right. Yeah, one's from Yorkshire, one's from, uh, from like Wolverhampton. That, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I did Sunday brunch with them. Nice lads. And uh, we watched Cracker Jack. The kids love it. Absolutely I it love back. it. I didn't know there was yeah. a Cracker Jack anymore. Yeah, they're all on BBC uh, iPlayer, on the on, on CBBC there, and the kids love it. Honestly, it's one of the best programmes we've all watched together. It's a right laugh. Okay. Uh, kids getting slimed, parents getting slimed. I've already met... I, t- I'm, I tweeted them the other day saying, when you do a celeb version, give us a shout. I know a few yeah. celebs. <laughs> uh, 
So um, I'd be well up for it, well up for it. Um, what would you count as an essential journey, Steve? Uh, well, the shop is meant to be an essential journey. That's Shopping. it, isn't it? Shopping, yeah. you work know. if you can't work from home. Is yeah, what if you can't said, work from home. And shopping, uh, chemist, and that's it, isn't it? Really, chemist. Yeah, and if you, I guess, if you're delivering supplies to somebody uh, who can't get out, yeah, they're your only journeys, aren't you? Well, a fella this week. I don't know if you saw this in the paper. Northwest Motorway Police stopped a driver from Coventry who made a 224-mile round trip to Salford, Greater Manchester, to buy a 15-pound eBay item despite the coronavirus lockdown rules. Fifth, Amanda started. It? it was a £15 set of windows. Oh, come on now. He picked this up some this. windows for 15 quid. Firstly, what are they? Lego. 15 quid for windows. That's not how much they yeah. cost. I don't no. know what's gone on there. But that's not even the weirdest thing about it, right? Northwest uh, Police messaged on Twitter, a driver has been tra- has travelled from Coventry to Salford to collect a £15 eBay purchase of windows. His wife could not fit in the vehicle, so she was travelling in the boot for the return journey oh, when they were stopped better. on the M6 at Cheshire. Oh, my life. I mean, if he's got no windows in his house, that's the only reason for this that's journey. That's essential. Then you need to go and get windows. You need windows, and- don't you? Where are you going to put the teddy bears? <laughs> exactly. And to be fair to him, you know, you could argue that the journey was unnecessary, but they were both still employing social distancing rules. Yeah, because she was two metres away. She's in the boot. (laughs) Yeah. If you had a Volvo or something, that's two metres away, isn't it? If it's one of those state Volvos, she's good two metres away. (laughs) Yeah. They didn't really explain anything. He got a traffic offence report, and uh, and obviously he's guilty of... uh, putting somebody in danger who's actually in the yeah. boot. But 224 miles for some plastic windows is wow. not an essential journey, is it? Let's be honest. No, that's not essential. I don't think that's essential. I think so. I think the police were well well, well in their rights now. I also, can you imagine being the person that sold him those windows, seeing him just pull up and then just waving them off with the wife in the boot? Like Has his wife got in the boot? She just climbed cl- in the boot. She, got, she just climbed in the boot, mate. Yeah, there's no room with the windows. <laughs> All right, safe. Where, how far you got to go? Coventry. Coventry? <laughs> I mean, people online were horrified by it online, and they were more horrified that the, the, the wife was stuck in the boot. But I thought to myself, do you know what? If you were a kid in the early 80s, that's how you travelled. Yeah, that was normal. That was a normal way of travelling. That was normal, wasn't it? Yeah. It was either, uh, you know, in the boot, the passenger footwell, I don't know if you've done that, um, when I was a kid, we used to we went up to Southport once. I went the whole way to Southport in the passenger footwell. You must have been tiny. How old were you? Like fifteen? No, I was like seven or eight or something like that. But I remember okay. there was um, underneath the mat there was a hole in the floor, and I could see the motorway. Oh my life! Underneath, imagine <laughs> eight years old. That must have been good though. <laughs> I mean, it was well exciting. Obviously, like just yeah. doing little bits, of, little bits of spit out of the hole. <laughs> just yeah, like... when you stopped. <laughs> yeah, just anything to pass the time. <laughs> Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford. where real music matters. My kids have discovered gummy bears on uh, Disney Plus. We're oh, enjoying that this. quite a lot. Yeah, it's good. Do you not remember Gummy Bears? I remember the Gummy Bears, yeah, yeah. Dancing but... here and there and everywhere. Great tune. Uh, so we've been watching a bit of that. Um, they've only just realised that it's in, you know, before widescreen uh, came in, uh, the 
what, what, what did you call it when it was like normal what, telly? Like four four was, point three was it? Or yeah, well, it's like a square rather than like the a full square, rectangle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're starting to go what. Let's start to question these things. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, well, yeah, rightly so. Depends how big your telly is as well. Because <laughs> that's where you, you know. That's where you go. Oh, hang on, what's this? Why half the telly listed? What's listen? this? They can't. They can't deal with it at all. They're really struggling with. Yeah. And they're also and also cartoons. You know, when you compare things now to Shrek and Toy Story and stuff, they're like, where's all the color? Like, yeah. <laughs> they've colored it it's in, just, but it's sort of yeah. done with a pencil or a crayon or something. Yeah, and it keeps changing a bit. The colors. Yeah, it's a different <laughs> yeah. world, isn't it? It really is. And they do that thing where <laughs> you don't notice it as much these days in modern-day cartoons, but do you remember when you used to watch cartoons as a kid and you knew that something something was going to in- interact with an inanimate object in the background if that inanimate object was a slightly better colour yeah, than the rest yeah. of it? You know, if there was a lid of something, you thought, oh, he's going to touch that lid because I can see that it's a different colour to it. It's, it's very odd. You Watching Gummy Bears... Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we watch a lot of gummy bears. Uh, and the other thing that's out this week, if you if you have got little ones, is uh, is my cartoon. I do a cartoon called Daisy and Ollie, uh, which is a really lovely cartoon. We got a special this week it was Autism Awareness uh, Month, and we wrote an episode uh, for for that, uh, and that's on Channel Five on Milkshake. Uh, it stars Paddy and Christine McGuinness. Uh, who, of course, are affiliated with uh, the Autism Awareness Month, uh, as their children uh, have autism. And uh, they came on board and we wrote an episode uh, about autism awareness. So if you can uh, get onto the Channel 5, I think it's called My 5 uh, online or whatever on the, on the app, you can have a little look at that cartoon. And Every Day, Daisy and Ollie, it's a, a preschooler, you know, under fives cartoon, and it's on every day uh, at ten past seven. Uh, in the morning, which if you've got kids, you'll know is the middle of the day. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I tell you what does seem to have happened, Steve. What? People have, uh, some people are losing their sense of humour a little bit. R- really? It comes to, well, you know, Twitter has always been a, a breeding ground of uh, oversensitive types, yeah. you know. And I noticed uh, this week when I got it in the neck uh, for an April Fool's joke, right? So uh, don't get me wrong. I, I think any time you do a prank, right, they're not my favourite source of entertainment at the best of times, but I posted no. a little picture up, which was a picture of Boris Johnson. It was a news, uh, a news picture, and uh, it just said, schools go back tomorrow. And I said, look, if you, if you want to use this as a prank on your kids, then I'm not stopping you. Or words to that effect. Yeah. Now, that was fine, and a lot of people did it, and there's some very, very funny uh, videos, responses from people who'd, uh, who'd, who'd like fully got like their kids fully dressed into school uniforms and in the car and everything. I mean, some people took their kids to actual school. Like some people well, went too far. Too far. <laughs> yeah, too yeah. far. But what I noticed from all the videos that people sent us was that the kids were sort of went, oh, you got me, and had a laugh about it and, uh, and moved on. What I noticed was then I started to get it in the neck about people People saying, oh, that's irresponsible, uh, evil, some people said at one point. Oh, I said, mate, it's a joke on your kid. And, and someone said, well, some people, some kids can't take it. I said, well, don't do it on those kids then. Well, it's up to the parents, isn't it, to You've judge got, whether their kids can take this the- joke. Exactly, you've got to go, is my child mature enough? Uh, is his mental health strong enough? Uh, is he, you know, is he one of those kids who's genuinely missing uh, school and, and would be very upset if I did this trick? Like, it's a joke, and 
don't worry like don't worry about how other people are raising their children you do you pal you do yeah. you but it got i mean you tried to grasp me up oh like dear. it was good imagine that they're getting a knock on the door Hello, Mr. Manford. Yeah, can I help you? Did you post a, a mocked-up picture of Boris Johnson saying the kids go back to school tomorrow? I may have done. But, yeah, somebody <laughs> added in the NSPCC at one point and, uh, with a list of things. It said, you should never lie to your child. It causes mental torment uh, when, they, when they get older. I was thinking, everyone lies to their kid. You've just got to make a decision whether your kid can handle it. I thought, what? Imagine all these kids like later on in life and in a counselling session, they're going, "What happened?" Well, my dad said he took my nose and uh, he never gave it me back. <laughs> it was turned out it was his fun. He thought he was funny, like a joke. But I had to go through school with no nose, mate. No nose. I'm just look. I get it. One you know, time he up. pulled his thumb off right in front of me, man. <laughs> It's like, I get it, okay, we're all at home, okay, we've all got extra time on our hands, but just take a breath. If you if you see something and you don't think it's funny or it's not for you, just scroll on, mate, scroll on. Walk on by, walk on and by, it'll please. be all fine. We're all trying our best. This is Jason Manford. This is matters. How's uh, how's Twickenham this morning? Uh, it's all right. It's, like, yeah. it's, just, it's just quiet, isn't it? Everywhere you look, it's yeah. quiet. Every Ghost day, town, Sunday, as Morrissey said, it's just a bit. It's every day's the yeah. same, isn't it? That's the thing. Ghost I mean, town. I say every day's the same. I'm under a duvet, so th- this is new. This is not the same, yeah. But then a lot of people are under duvets. Yeah, again, Morrissey's, lo- Morrissey's lockdown playlist. Spend the day in bed. That's another one. He's got all the songs for the playlist, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. We should do a lockdown um, playlist. We should do that. That's not a bad shout. Let's have a little play of that for next week. Uh, I said ghost town, of course, but I could also yeah. mean, Steve, goat town. Oh, I see what you did. See what I've done there, little yes. uh, Alan Partridge link. Um, the, because people in Landudno are nailing the lockdown, they're doing so well that the streets are empty. Uh, mountain goats have descended uh, from the nearby uh, hills and uh, and fields and come down into the town centre and are, and are like taking over the town centre like a like West Side Story or something. Uh, they're defi- <laughs> the goats have been the ones with the horns the and the ones without the horns, just all <laughs> exactly. clicking, their, clicking their heels at each other. <laughs> yeah, uh, goats have been defiled. <laughs> <laughs> Goats have been defying the lockdown in North Wales uh, by taking advantage of the quiet streets. The empty streets in Landudno, uh, or Chlandudno. Chlandudno. Uh, beco- Sorry, I forgot your part Welsh, aren't you? Yeah, Chlandudno. forgot about that. Um, have become the new habitat for the mountain goats, uh, and they've been eating residents' hedges and gardens. Andrew Stewart, a local reporter, said that he called the police after he noticed the animals breaking isolation rules by gathering uh, in large group, and <laughs> they are irresponsible, and not keeping the required two-metre distance the Great Orm Headland is home to the herd of about 200 wild goats, which are thought to have descended from a pair of Indian goats presented to Queen Victoria in 1837. Really? They are fact fans. I like a fact like that. They usually only leave their territory to take refuge in the outskirts of the town in windy weather, but they are going further in now. Uh, one man tweeted, I've not been out for a few days, but apparently goats are in charge now. I'm fine That's- with that. 
That's fine. It's, it's like a Monty Python sketch. You know, a lot of goats just wandering the streets, sacking over. It is weird, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah. fair play though. I mean, hard for the um, hard for the farmer. I mean, have you ever tried herding hundreds of goats on Skype? Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Not easy. Not <laughs> easy. <laughs> That's going to be yeah. tough to do, isn't it? Not easy. Not uh, not easy at all. Can you um, not get an app with a with a collie on it, board a collie or anything on it? <laughs> yeah. I bet the first goat that came into the town on a like a recce. Yeah. Dave, what just having. I'm just having a look. I'm just having a look around. There's nobody here. There's nobody here. Come, 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 come. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Go, go for it, go for it. And they just all legged it. <laughs> just legged it. In a so they just look out their window and just see a load of goats just running down the street. <laughs> Essentially, that's basically what happened, yeah. Wow. Middle of the would... night. Right, well, up next, we're going to be speaking to the fella who took the pictures, uh, Andrew Stewart, live in London. <laughs> Manford on Absolute Radio. Where music matters. We can actually speak to Andrew, uh, who is the, the local reporter who first uh, spotted the goats uh, on the streets of London. Are you there, Andrew? I am, yeah. So uh, you're uh, up in lockdown, up in uh, in North Wales. And, y- yeah. <laughs> and tell us, when, when did you first think, hang on, something's... Something's going off a bit weird here. Well, uh, it was Thursday, about midnight or so, and I looked out of a window of a pub. And that's normally how all the best stories start, isn't it? Absolutely, and yes. <laughs> and I, uh, I saw a load of goats running past the pub in the middle of the road. And how much did you have to, to drink? Uh, well, to be honest, at that point, I thought I was seeing things. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, how were you in a pub? <laughs> That's what I want to know. That's the dream. <laughs> well, this, this is the dream. My uh, my parents live in one, so uh, oh, dur- during lockdown, you've got access to it. I'm I allowed like to it. go. <laughs> you just go to the pub by yourself. I love that. So you I looked know. out the window, and what was it like? One goat, two goats? No, 10 to 15 goats, all running down the middle of the street. Wow. <laughs> you must have thought you were dreaming. I really did. Uh, either that or hallucinating or something, I don't know. Did you but, do that uh, thing where you where you looked at the glass in your hand and then just threw it away? <laughs> <laughs> like a drunk in a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Do you just pour it yeah. down the sink? Just throw the hip flask <laughs> over your shoulder and then shake your head and look back again. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then and I was got- like... I, I've got, I've got to try and prove this somehow. So I thought, you know, get a little bit of video and just like try and convince people that what I was seeing was actually right. It's amazing, and the pictures you um, you, you took on uh, and posted online, I actually reposted them on. And this is how much people are desperate for good news, right? I posted them on my Facebook page, Andrew, and said yeah. uh, that I said you should, uh, every single person should go on uh, Twitter in, uh, or, or Instagram right now and uh, and follow Andrew Stewart on there. Let me tell you now, that post I posted uh, on Tuesday at 20 past 10 in the morning with a few of the pictures of goats outside, that has been seen by four and a half million people. Wow. On That's my absolutely amazing. Facebook. <laughs> it's one of the most popular posts I've ever done. I've worked very hard, Andrew, <laughs> over the last 20 years, building up a following, writing jokes, you know, singing songs, doing what I can. And the most popular thing that I've ever posted was the pictures of some goats in a town centre. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Give the people and what I, they want. <laughs> give them goats. That's all they want. Just give them goats. They do. And has anybody explained what's going on? Is it literally because the, the streets are quiet? Is that the real reason? Well, that that seems to be the reason because they do like coming down. And if you do a bit of well, if you do a bit of googling before the other day, you would have found the other stories about them. But they're probably a bit hard to find nowadays. Yeah. Uh, but they they come down. They've they've um, wrecked schools. They've gone through people's gardens. They've just been oh on little God. walkabouts in town. But they don't normally come this far because uh, there, there's people to stop them. They don't really like people that much. Uh, yeah. They, well, I, they... I feel an affinity with the goat. Yeah. I like. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I'm very much a goat. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what they mean. I know what they feel like. Um, but they, 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 they seem to still be wary of us now because they were going past me on a narrow road and they were like just backing away and stuff. But I think right. it's because there's there's no cars, there's no people. They are like, you know what? I've not been here before. Let's just go for it. Let's, let's go. We can take I mean, this town. We can take this town. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love a day out in Landudno? You know what I mean? Well, like that's a it, that's a exactly treat for that. most people. Yeah, they're having they're having a little family day out, a family holiday or two. <laughs> and are they still are they still there now? Days later, they have been around all this time. They're just expl- I'm I'm trying to see if they're around today and where they're going to go and what they're going to destroy today. But no, they've they've been around every day since then. They're around last night as well, just wandering around in people's gardens. Oh my God! It's insane. And as a, as a you know, as a, a hardened, trained journalist, Andrew, have you ever <laughs> been at the forefront of a story that has blown up this big? I mean, you were number one trending in the country, and no goats. Well, me, there's a story that I've put on my Twitter and has never ever gone this big. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, I can look at my stats now, and it says. It's millions. It's like uh, the other day I got 17 million impressions on my Twitter account. (laughs) It's amazing what people are so desperate for anything that's not coronavirus, you know, directly related. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. I've sent so many messages off people. And then uh, when they're replying to you on Twitter, on the public bit, bit, it just keeps updating and you can't see everything on there. Yeah, amazing. The the direct messages from people are just saying, like, this is the story we all need at the moment, and and it's true, isn't it? We just need something. Well, you know, people keep complaining that we're about to become a nanny state, but clearly... That's what We've people want. I want yeah, to see them exactly. driving that little train that goes off the pier, that of the arm, that little train. Let's get them on that. To take that over. I love that. Just don't, one of them. Just, they've them got the train. They're taking the train. <laughs> don't give them oh, ideas. They will be doing it. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. It was a really lovely story, Andrew. Thanks for taking the pictures and, and, and for sharing them online. No problem. It's my pleasure to share our goats with the world. <laughs> all right, mate. All the best. Take care. Where real music matters. Morning, this is Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by Jason Manford, switching it round. Yep, thank you. you. Think? Yeah. yeah, I liked it, actually. I liked yeah. your um, radio voice. I kept your good morning that uh, you <laughs> My do. My fake chipper. Yeah. Pretend. I mean, you should see your face when you're doing it. That's the one thing about doing this remotely. <laughs> I don't have to look up with the deadness in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> still there, still there. Um, last week we were talking about uh, like what you've learnt from self-isolation and what you might change about your life yeah. later on. 
some of the stuff that I was uh, I was sort of going through yesterday, I was tidying our house. There's a switch in the kitchen. I've not got a clue what it's for, Steve. What? Maybe it's the coronavirus switch. Do you want to switch it off? <laughs> Maybe I should. What is it? You I don't, I know, don't it... know. It's just on the wall. It doesn't seem to be connected to anything. It doesn't do anything. I don't know if, right. like, next door or, like, zzz, zzz, like every time I press that, it. But... Why, why does the telly just keeps changing channels? <laughs> oh, it's happened again. <laughs> it's really weird. Just things you just... You, I'm starting to discover because I'm, uh, you know, I'm basically sat at home. And I You're asked on social much, media... Yeah. You know what else people are sort of doing and what they found themselves uh, getting into. Um, Sol on uh, Facebook said, "I found out that I really did need all those Christmas smelly sets that you never think you'll ever get round to using." Mm, yeah. Top bonus today was a pack of six hand creams. Ooh, I mean, hand creams—that's that's like currency, isn't it? That's a lot of find, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I yeast is currency. Yeast is <laughs> yeah, the thing. True. Still the yeah. thing, man. Uh, people just wandering around their houses, just smelling up. Like a mashup of Lynx Africa and Body Shop Bubble Bath. Just try it all. Put it all on. <laughs> Stick it all on. People are going crazy, obviously, for the fitness thing. That's that's the other thing that people are still doing. Mr. Motivator started. Has he started now? He started, yeah. Gripped mm. by a fitness workout fever. Uh, there was a story the other day uh, that he was doing a, a riding the horse motion on daytime BBC and suddenly it did get a little bit post-watershed. Oh, OK. Well, yeah. yeah. Different it did time, look a it? bit weird. It, it was, I mean, the fact he looks so amazing, even now, like 30 years on, the guy's obviously still been doing his motivation yeah. every day. It's, it's pretty impressive. People are sleeping more. That's the other thing we've we've discovered about ourselves, Yeah, which I is agree good. My four-year-old's I, I, not, but yeah. No, children don't seem to be, but sleeping My son more. actually that, woke up the other day from sound asleep to three, two, one, blast off. That's what he said, and then shot up in the air in the bed. He actually launched himself from his own <laughs> mission control, and he was the shuttle. And then that was it until bedtime. So much energy. Oh, Three, so two, much. one, blast off. Oh. He wakes up like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was asleep a second before. <laughs> That's him, full day. Wow. I know, my kids, I don't know what it is about them. What, <clears throat> what age is it where th- there's things when you were a kid that felt like a punishment that now, as a grown-up... Like a treat, so like an early night. Oh my god, I love an early night, yeah. But when you were a kid, that was like a punishment, wasn't it? You'll go to yeah, bed, yeah, 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 you know. A, a bath, you know, for me, like a bath is a treat, and I, I get a shower every day, but a bath was a treat. My my girls like a bath, but my son trying to get my son in the bath, it's like trying to get a dog in a bath, yeah. <laughs> like it's a nightmare, it's, a it's nightmare. just the like idea they don't want to be ordered to do anything they want to go in I their own sweet is. time I mean because my son's that with breakfast oh breakfast you're like it's just breakfast mate it's breakfast this isn't a bad thing I know it's it's, it's not like I'm not your chimney sweep can you just clean the chimney and get up there <laughs> saying my you seven want some year old, shreddies he <laughs> my seven year old can't he, he hates getting forced to get in the bath he hates it the amount of times he just pretends that he's had a shower yeah, and then I'm like, like I'm stupid. Yeah, I'm like dead. I'm like, mate, I can see you just wet. You've just wet your hair. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Um, whereas my five-year-old, my daughter, she loves a bath. She, I mean, she's like candles out, glass of wine, Boobly. you know, Magic FM playing in the background. <laughs> like she loves it. Music matters. Hey, when when is the point where we have to start cutting our own hair? Is that that happened yet? 
this is already happening. People have been like two weeks into isolation. <laughs> They're already like shaving their hair. Like, oh, no. like the kid from Deliverance. Far. <laughs> I know, they're well into it. Um, I saw it in the paper the other day. It said uh, most of us are climbing the walls with boredom as we stay at home and try our best to keep away from other people. But it would seem cabin fever has started to set in quite early yeah. with some people uh, giving themselves a DIY haircut. The list of horror shows were compiled in a list on the tab with students trying to keep their locks under control during this time. Others shared the dreadful results of their cuts uh, given to them by family, friends or significant others. Let this be a lesson to anyone who might be considering giving themselves an haircut or having someone in self-isolation do it. Just hold off. Let your hair grow out and everything will be back open soon. I know, but it sort of puts me in a bad mood when my hair's too long. I'm going to have to do something about it, maybe. I don't want to shave it up. What? You can have a clip. I mean, I, I'm I got have my a hair cut. Go. I got my hair cut. Uh, uh, you know, a week before we got locked down, uh, and I went uber short. Like for me, it was like really yeah. short. But already it's starting to, it's starting to. Grow. I'm getting I, that sort of. I get a little bit that sort of grows at the back. And my wife always says to me, she goes, "Have you ever seen Bird on a Wild?" Mel Gibson. And I know what she means because he's got a mullet in it. <laughs> I know exactly what she's alluding to. She just says things like, she looks at the back of my head and goes, "Have you ever seen Dirty Dancing?" And I go, "Yes." <laughs> Do you remember the Lethal Weapon films? And she does all she does all them. Anything with a mullet. Tiger King. Have you watched Tiger King? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching that now. It's good, isn't it? Oh, we're into it How now. I've got my it? wife into it. I've got yes. a couple left. I've got a couple left. It's absolutely bonkers. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's amazing. It's just it, like if somebody came with a with a, a scripted drama for that, you'd say, nah, that would never happen. No, because there's like three of them, isn't there, who, who, who keep sort of you know, have got sort of zoos of some sort and they're all yeah. different levels of mad. They're all mad. <laughs> One's they're all right, all actually. Mad. One seems <laughs> quite all right. Yeah. I think he was yeah. the one who's been in prison as well, but he was, you know... I know. Funny, it, yeah, very odd. Yeah, get on Tiger King on Netflix if you uh, if you get a shot, if you get a chance. Um, I uh, But, yeah, and don't cut your own hair. The other thing I think is quite funny about the people who've cut their own hair is... If, for example, I know it won't happen, we're going to be here for a while, but you shaved your hair or done something ridiculous because uh, you're in self-isolation, and then if tomorrow they go, guys, it's cured, it's gone, because they could yeah. say at any moment, it's fixed, it's all gone. It's all done now, yeah. You'd have to have another six months in self-isolation while your hair grows back. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. There's a, there's a, few, there's a couple of weeks left before this all goes away at least, so I think if I mess it up now, yeah. I've got time for it to grow back, maybe. But what have you got the actual... Uh, things to do it with because I watched Rav Wilding on uh, on Twitter the other day trying to shave his hair with uh, uh, some beard trimmers. Yeah, that's what uh, I've got. <laughs> no, that looked like it hurt. I've got some dog dog trimmers as well. Is that a thing? A dog trimmer? <laughs> Crikey, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. <laughs> I think you've just got to be careful. Well, just be careful because there's a reason it's a trained job. You don't know you know, end up looking like some far right extremist who lives in the woods. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, the thing is, you... mine are rechargeable as well, so I'm worried that I'll do half of it and then the battery will give in, <laughs> and then I'll just yeah. like because you know when you you know when you cut your hair, like when you cut a moustache, you like you shave a beard off and then you do a little goatee beard and then you yeah. do a little little attach at the end and then it runs yeah. out and you go, oh, I've got an little attach for the rest of the day now. <laughs> so. It's dangerous, isn't it, to mess about with clippers? So yeah, you might be right. Let's let's leave it. Let's wait. Let's be careful. Otherwise, let's all be wet, wet, wet in the nineties and grow our hair long. I think that's better than looking like the the kid in the eighties who's got nits. Yeah, do you know I what I mean? I'm worried like a... that it's going to go full on Tiger King. 
Alright, <laughs> well, don't, definitely don't bleach it. That's what I would say. <laughs> Badly. All right, what I would say then is this. If you're going to cut your hair, let's go the whole hog. Let's recreate the whole salon experience at home. So, like, phone yourself in a, for an appointment, see when oh, you can good. pick yourself yeah, yeah. in, spread yeah. out some, like, out-of-date magazines in the hallway, yeah, ask yeah. yourself where you're going some on holiday. pictures of Paul Newman on the wall from the 50s yeah. and Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get a mirror and have a look at the back and see if it, ask, ask yourself if it's all right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just, it might be nice. Yeah, I, I always think just and just put a photograph of the back of your head on that mirror because you can't get a mirror. <clears throat> you know, one of those mirrors. <laughs> just get a board with a photo of the back of your head. Is that all right? And it's just the back of your head. A photo Perfect. of the back of your head. Or someone else's. The back of someone else's head. The quarantine cut, please. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. 2020, Steve. Yeah. 2020 will be the year where your bin went out more often than you. Yeah, I know, I know. It's got to that point, isn't it? I mean, I'll, I I didn't even know when the bin day was this time three weeks ago. Now, I look forward to it like it's a... It's like Christmas like it's Day, a isn't it? Out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'll do it, and it's like a fight to do the bins. I'll do it. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's mad how these things have changed. Uh, Sue Vaughan on Facebook says, uh, the one thing she's found about, uh, about being stuck in quarantine is not enough plug sockets in the house, not enough... Ch- for charging the phones, charging laptops or tablets for the kids to work on, uh, the Hoover, all these things yeah. that they're having to plug in. There's not enough now because everybody's stuck at home all the time. Yeah, there's nothing worse than an uncharged iPad, is there? When you Oh, you, when you with, wake with up and it's like... Or you've, you've had it plugged in, but you didn't switch yeah. it on at the wall. Oh. oh! Horrible, horrible. And you've got to, like, talk to your kid instead. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. I'm, it, yeah, just or teach him how to read or something. Oh, oh. do actual schoolwork. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> um, I've I've also noticed uh, how many wash loads one family can do, considering none of us are going out. I know, and the dishwasher as well. I think I, that's I the mean other the thing. dishwasher. We've used we've used every single cup that anyone has ever brought into this house. Yeah. I'm like using little tea cups, like <laughs> cause it's kind rather of than do a wash. Good. Oh, it's fine. I'll choose this. Oh, there's so much going on, isn't there? So many things going on. But also, um, people are doing like more baking and stuff just to you know fill the day, and there's and yeah. there's more washing, more washing. Yeah, baking with the kids. That's that's been a big thing. Yeah, a lot of that stuff can't fit the dishwasher, so I've got to do the actual washing up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've all turned into like Jamie Oliver overnight. Yeah. People are so bored, though. I mean, Stacy on Facebook says. Jason, a whole new level of boredom has set in when yesterday's excitement was cleaning the oven. Mm, but it's the little things that get you through. It is the little things. <laughs> well, I'll tell you about little things. That sounds quite satisfying, actually. That's a good yeah. tip, I think. That's a nice, nice clean job, oven. done it? Yeah. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Matters. One thing that I have noticed that is really, it's not weird, but it's weird that it's got to such a level. And I know you're a big fan, um, but Joe Blackwell messaged me, and it's true because I, I checked it out. She said, finding that I'm behind everyone else on my isolation plans, tried to buy a jigsaw yesterday, sold yeah. out everywhere you look. Yeah, You can't yeah. get a jigsaw, mate. Can you not? Has everyone, everyone got They've into gone. it now? You can't get them on so Amazon. I like to think I was at the vanguard of all these things. Oh, Baking you were there. bread and jigsaws. And now you were there. I can't get yeast. I've, I've got about four jigsaws stacked up. I've just started one called Peony Cottage. All these Johnny-come-latelys trying to bake. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I've just started one called Peony Cottage. It's got flowers, peonies mainly. Oh, nice. All around this, the thatch roof looks a bit of a nightmare, but I'm I'm not there yet. I'm just doing the Edso frame, <laughs> and I've got another one with a barge on it. So, if anyone lives local, when I've done them, I'll drop them off. It's a it's a well look, help for the community. Maybe we should start that's a, a good jigsaw, idea. Jigsaw club. Jigsaw club. Get your jig yeah. on first for the jigsaw club. Don't we lose try any to. Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried to buy one the other day for my nana. I thought I'll buy a jigsaw for my nana, get it sent to her, uh, and uh, couldn't get one anywhere. And so I'm like, what do I do? Just do I get like a picture and just cut it up? Yeah, you can do just that. Just send her that. Can, what, yeah, you used to be a. Maybe you could, like, didn't some of the big sort of photograph shops, you could have a, a jigsaw made of any picture, couldn't you? Maybe that's the maybe way. That's, get that's a bespoke one made by Jessops or somebody. <laughs> yes, I like it. I've got my own. It's like a. It's not even a jigsaw mat. It's like a hard. It is. I bought it from a shop. Yeah. But it's. Um. It folds up. It's got a velcro. It stays in position. It's not a. Ro- it doesn't roll up. Is what I'm trying to say. It's a. It's the best twenty quid I've ever spent. <laughs> so when you finish your jigsaw, it's not just sat on the kitchen table all day long. No, you velcro. You put the two, the two side bits on, which you've got all your remaining pieces on. You put that on top of the thing. And he folds in. It's all like felted. It holds everything in place. You can just throw it in a corner if you want. Put it upside down. Do whatever you want. It's not moving anywhere. But it's what do beautiful. you do with a jigsaw once you've done it? It doesn't go on the wall, does it? Oh, you don't no, laminate no, it. No, once you've done it, you just put it back in the box. Give it to a charity shop. That's the way. That's the world of jigsaw. The wonderful right. world of jigsaw. It's a new. Well, it's all a new world. I mean, you know, a month ago, I'd, I'd, I'd have maybe taken the Mickey at you for having a jigsaw board, you and did. now I'm jealous. You did. I did. did. (laughs) (laughs) Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So, you know, one of our favourite topics on this show is um, when good deeds go bad. Yes, yeah, yeah. It all kicked off about two years ago when one of my favourite stories came through on the text involving... Uh, a hedgehog. My favourite one so far mm-hmm. of good deeds go bad mm-hmm. is Zoe Daniels. Jason, I stopped on a roundabout to save a hedgehog that was in the middle of the road. Aww. Traffic behind Aww. her, she stopped the car, hazards, yeah. got out. I got out of my car and immediately realised the hedgehog was in fact a broomhead. <laughs> <laughs> In a vain attempt to retain some dignity in front of the other drivers, I continued with my rescue plan, carefully picking up the much-distressed broomhead (laughs) and returning to my car. As I made the broomhead a cosy nest out of my coat on the back seat. I mean, she's really gone for it. She's this method acting. In brackets, she says, it had to look real to anyone still watching. A voice behind me asked, are you okay, madam? Imagine my delight when I turn round to find a police officer, obviously quite concerned as to my well-being. Because <laughs> you would look hammered. I'm just looking after this hedgehog. It was in the road. So that is the pinnacle of when good deeds go bad, right? Yeah, we, we, yeah. We've told numerous stories over the years about this, when you've tried to do a good thing and it's ended up uh, backfiring. Now, <laughs> this happened to me. Uh, in fact, I've got two from this week, right? Both Ooh. sort of isolation related. Uh, one of them uh, is, was basically, I'm, I'm part of the old, uh, you know, I love my local village uh, oh, yeah, Facebook yeah. So group. It's helping out the community sort of thing. Exactly, yeah. Thing. There was a, an old lady up the road. She she needed uh, some some stuff picked up from the pharmacy. I saw it pop up. I was doing nothing, so I clicked. I replied, I'll go and do that now for you, my love. No problem. So I got on my bike, and I went to the pharmacy, and I picked up her stuff, and, uh, and then I cycled to her house, which ended up being uh, a good three-mile uh, cycle. Uh, oh, she kept that bit which, quiet, didn't she? 
Yeah, yeah that was. I, I didn't realise our village included your road, love, but okay. Yeah. I think you're in a different postcode, but never mind. <laughs> I'm here now. And, uh, Happy to help. <laughs> but what was funny was, I um, so she so the message on Facebook was, um, "Hello, my mum is uh, uh, needs some stuff picking up from uh, the, the pharmacy. Could somebody go and help?" Fine. This woman's not on Facebook. You know, she's in her seventies or whatever, eighties. I don't know. And uh, and she needed this stuff, so off I went, dropped it off, left it outside the house, rung the doorbell. Ding dong, and she come out the top window. She said, oh, thank you. I said, not to worry. Anything else? Are you okay? She said, no, I'm fine. Thank you very much. As I was cycling away, she heckled me, Steve. Oh, no, what did she say? No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I know we're supposed to be working from home, but this is not part of it. As I was cycling away, she said, she says, I've no idea who you are, but my daughter's a big fan. It was sort of like a, you know, like a <laughs> sandwich. Like she sort of <laughs> gave me a... Uh, like a, she sort of gave me a nice thing, and uh, I've no idea who you are. Yeah. yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Look at the way you're riding that bike like an old woman, and I am an old woman. <laughs> but it was my good deed for the day. Uh, oh, that's nice. And, uh, so you know, no, you've got. I, I think that's one of the things. Hopefully, we'll take out of this uh, whole scenario is a bit of civic pride and a bit of a bit of community. Yeah, that's you know, a nice thing that's come out of it, isn't it? Everyone who seems to be sort of helping each other out a little bit more yeah. where they can. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. So this good deed that went bad, it didn't go bad, but it, it just went bad for me, really. I fe- this is this feels like it needs a bit of Kirby enthusiasm music at the end, okay. right? So right, I'm can really you be ready? I'll be ready, be ready for that, right? So can you imagine, it's a Larry David moment, right? So I've gone out and done the clap for the NHS on that Thursday night like everybody else. It was lovely, wasn't it? You you, you went and did it, I did it. Like, it was it was quite, quite emotional. I was it was emotional. a little bit. It was just nice yeah, to I... see people again. It was nice to see everyone out, wasn't it? Because you yeah, didn't know I... how many people were going to do it, and everyone on no. our street was out. It was lovely. It was really emotional, really lovely, and, and, and a really nice thing to do. And and off the back of that, I sort of must have felt quite like, just like, you know, we can all do our bit and, and the world's a good place. And anyway, I, got, I went on Facebook when I got in and someone had posted on my local group uh, that a head teacher at a local school in Stockport had had her bike nicked in the day. So she's cycling in 12, 15 miles every day to school to teach a load of children that belong to key workers. Yeah. And then some little scrot has come and nicked her bike. Right, horrible, mm. right, horrible. Anyway, yeah. she posted the, the picture of the bike and said, if anyone's seen this bike, can you, you know, find it for me? And I know how, you know, I've had my bike nicked. That bike's not coming back. No, you never gone. get that bike again. It's no, in a canal. It's, it's gone, it's gone, yeah. So I was, like, feeling, you know generous i guess and 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 spirited so i just sent her a little message and i said i said hello um i said i i tell you what don't don't worry about it I, i'll buy you a new bike you know you're doing nice, a great nice. job it's yeah. the right thing to, yes it's good a good deed. deed a good deed have you ever bought a bike steve uh i bought one a while back yeah how much are bikes how much do you think bikes well are? Well, I tell you how much I think they are. Yeah, go on. How much <laughs> I think they're about like sixty to eighty quid. That's how much 60, I think they are. Eighty That's quid. Until I bought one a couple of weeks, a couple of yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. I was the same. I thought, what's 60 it going to be? Quid. And it quid looked top. nice. Hundred <laughs> quid. Hundred quid. 
Dots. Maybe 120, maybe she wants a basket maybe, on it. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. lights keep her safe. Some gears. Let's say 140 quid, top of the range. <laughs> <laughs> she sent me a link of the bike. And to be fair, oh, it was the was exact it the same bike. It was the exact, was same, the bike, exact same bike. She wasn't taking the mickey. It was the exact same bike <laughs> that she'd had stolen. Oh, no. Steve, it, it was a thousand pounds. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was a thousand pounds, Steve. It was like, how's this happened? How's this happened? I'm literally staring at the screen. Jaw drop it. No, the bike. No, not this bike. The bike that was nicked. I want a picture of the bike. The bike that was nicked because bikes are about eighty quid. I'm sure they are. I bought like a BMX burner or something. That was hundred quid. Top with a Skyway mags on it and everything. I thought I've got to get it now, and I can't yeah, delete you can't my back account. Out, no. I mean, Sorry, it's not- I'm taking. <laughs> yeah, you can't just throw a smoke bomb and disappear now. A grand. Uh. Anyway, she's got a bike now. I had a lovely email from her this morning saying it's arrived and she's been cycling back to, to and from school. Facebook post next week. Just my luck. Car's been nicked now. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. The Jason Manford and Steve Edge show on Absolute Radio. Hey, That's guys. I'm call it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your... Uh, that's why I talk about now. Yeah, yeah, no, no, an official <laughs> employee. <laughs> uh, so we're talking good deeds gone bad. Uh, mine didn't. Mine didn't go bad. It went well for uh, for, yeah. the, for the head teacher. It went bad for you. <laughs> just you know, it just went, went really bad. well for Halfords. It's like a republic. <laughs> uh, Grav messaged me uh, said I tried to do a good deed today by cutting my fiance's hair. I've never used clippers before, and I never will again. You should have mentioned that before. If she'd have said, "Will you cut my hair?" and he went, "I've never used clippers before," you go, oh, leave, "Leave it, leave it." I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm going to go Tiger King. Don't worry about it. Um, Gail O'Brien on Facebook says, "I offered to buy a homeless man a cup of tea from a cafe once, but he was just a bloke waiting for a bus." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he must have been scruffy. Yeah, well, you know it, what yeah. I mean. If- there must have been a reason you thought. Maybe he was, was like a bit folky, though. He's like a bit Mumford and Sons and he's just a bit yeah, folky. Yeah, maybe. And, you know, maybe he wasn't scruffy. It was the Teresa Blackburn. For. Teresa Blackburn messages us, Steve. This is mm. like a. like She sounds like she's Mr. Bean. Like, how many things went wrong for her? She says, I was staying at a friend's house when they went out for a hike in the hills. Obviously, this was back in the day when we were allowed to do those things. Yeah. She says, I decided to make them soup and toast for when they got back. It's a classic meal. I've had it three times myself this week. Mm. She says, I put the toast on and I forgot it. Right. <laughs> you know, in the, in the 45 seconds it takes to make toast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and ended up setting fire to the oven. <laughs> Inspector Clouseau. What's in the oven? <laughs> yeah, so she's obviously put it in the grill, not oh. in the toast. Yeah. She says, I put the fire out. I made some soup, spilt the soup all over their brand new cream carpet. Oh <laughs> I cleaned life. down the oven and put some clothes on to soak overnight. I got just up sit and down. I... Don't do any. Don't do anything else. <laughs> just sit still. Teresa, leave it. I got up and found that I had flooded the kitchen. The oh. next day, I managed to lock them out of the house when I pulled the doorknob off. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let us know if you want us to house it again next time you're away. <laughs> we'll do. Yeah, Don't we'll come fine, back. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, Teresa. We'll take our chances with the burglars. <laughs> <laughs> it caused less damage. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. We're talking good deeds gone bad this morning. When you try and do a nice thing and it backfires for either you or for the people around you. Uh, Kerry on Twitter says, uh, Jason, I treated my loved ones uh, to pancakes, proper Nigella style, commentary and everything. All was going well until I seductively said, no drizzle on the silky golden maple syrup. It was marked October 2016. Didn't realise <laughs> until my husband was halfway through it. <laughs> Good deeds oh, gone horrendously bad there. Gone bad, yeah. June uh, on Facebook says, Many years ago, my cat brought a baby rabbit home, which I'd rescued. I lived in a small village in Wales and decided that I needed to drive him further away to save my cat recatching him. That's a nice thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Nice good deed. She says, I picked up the rabbit and I got my then husband to drive. We had just picked up a brand new VW Golf. All right, show off. I sat in the passenger seat. The word then husband is telling how this story's going to end up. (laughs) (laughs) I sat in the passenger seat and my ex closed the door and made his way round to the driver's seat. In the meantime, the baby rabbit had made a run for it. He jumped out of my arms into the footwell and directly behind the dashboard centre console area. My ex got in the car, asked where the rabbit was. I just burst out laughing and pointed at the radio with tears streaming down my cheeks with laughter. We then had to leave the car open with a trail of lettuce leading into a garden. Just to get it out. I can still remember laughing uncontrollably, wondering what the neighbours must have been thinking of us both sat in a brand new VW Golf covered in lettuce on the driveway. Oh, my. Did it come out? She says the rabbit was fine. Okay, good, good. So that's good. We're, we're glad about that at the end. Yeah. It, you know, it sometimes does happen, though, doesn't it? You you, you try and do a, a good deed, a nice thing, and it and it backfires, blows up right in your face. If you've got anything that you want to share with us, uh, obviously don't text in because we're not live, but do feel free to get in touch on the Facebook or the, the Instagram or the, the social medias. I'm at Jason Manford. Steve is Sir Steve Edge. I don't know if you knew that about Steve, but he was mm-hmm. knighted. Yeah. Uh, number like what was the night? Really. Just call me Steve. Just call me Steve. I know, but Sir Steve, what, what was what was the knighthood for? Uh, it was uh, to... services to jigsaws. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. They just Ravensburger. It was like a honorary thing. A rarary. <laughs> you know, they just they just said this guy. You know, they all got together and they just. It was nice. It was nice. I've got a little thing and it's you know it's great. A little, little picture medal. of you and the Queen doing a yeah. jigsaw together. Well, I've got, yeah, I've got a medal, but it's all it's all in bits. I haven't had a chance to put it together yet. It's a jigsaw. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. What are you doing with the rest of your day, Steve, when this finishes? Um, I don't know. I'm not going to cut my hair, so I'm definitely not no. doing that. It's sort of it's trying to find a hobby, isn't it? Because it's a good time to you know learn a language or mm. do something. My wife and my mother-in-law have started doing um macrame you, you familiar with macrame i do not know what this is no it's like um i don't, I don't origami even know how to describe with macaron? no no it's uh, it's like a like a like a wool string thing do you remember those hanging right. baskets that were like made out of bits of wool that sort of sort of you remember you did them at school it's that's what macrame it's okay. like knotting knotting it's basically a dust gatherer that you hang on a wall 
rather okay. than a, yeah. Well, that sounds uh, interesting. Yeah, they they're having an absolute ball with it. Uh, and getting quite frustrated at the same time, but I can't join in because I don't know what they're going on about. But they're they're you know you've got to have a they're heart. enjoying it. something to keep you sane. Yeah, macrame. I've uh, I've rediscovered FIFA on the okay. PlayStation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we played it the other night, didn't we? We had a little online game, didn't we? Late at night, a couple of games. Yeah, just sort of waiting for my wife to drop off to sleep so I could put the PlayStation on. Yeah, I feel like a twelve-year-old. Yeah, well, I see. I go to bed quite early as well, so yeah, it's finding that magical time. I know. I know exactly. Yeah. I um yeah I've tried. To, I started playing it, and um, I'm just not very good, Steve. <laughs> I don't know I what's you're happened. Just, you just get older, I think, and you think you still. You know, if you just play anybody who's 14, you realise if it's yeah. aimed at, and you go, oh, what's all these button? I just run. Uh, what's that? There's one? too much going on, isn't there? There's a lot of things to consider now, isn't there? I, 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 I start, you start like a full team, like a, a journey. You know, you can do like a start off as a youth player. And, uh, and and get into the first team and then hopefully make your debut for your national team and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was a point where, you know when your wife just calls you out on something that you didn't realise was stupid until you were doing it? Yeah. I started this game and because he was only a youth player, he got called up to the first team and he was on the what bench. Like 14, right? 15? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like just... 15 or something or 16 yeah. and he gets called up, he's sat on the bench and he's waiting until the manager in the last 10 minutes gives him a go, right? Yeah. So I'm sat watching my team play yeah. uh, on the bench. And my, my wife, she sort of wakes up and she sort of looked at the screen, saw the game playing, and then looked at my control pad that was not even in my hands because I wasn't playing. She said, what are you doing? Bench, you? Yeah. I said, I'm just waiting to get... I'm just getting wa- Waiting for <laughs> waiting the gaffer to, to notice to me. And, you know, give just me for a the physio to sit around, go and warm up down the, down, yeah, down the yeah. line. Get me get a bib off. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a bib on? <laughs> <laughs> sat there in a bib and no, with no, no underpants on. Yeah, beanie hats running up, de- running up the other side of the bed. <laughs> she said, are you... So what? She said, you're watching a pretend player who can't even get a game of a team that doesn't exist unless you turn it on. Right, right this is my chosen career path here. I think you'd be a little bit more supportive. <laughs> Just right? a little bit of respect, OK? Yeah. We all started, they all it. started like this, you know. They all started like this. <laughs> Yeah, it's not for me. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So a lot of people are using this time, Steve, to to learn new um, skills, uh, get new hobbies, right? Well, listen to this fella, right? A man was arrested after a high-speed chase ended with police knocking on the window and finding his dog was behind the wheel. What? Yeah, it's it's not just humans who are getting new hobbies. Yeah. Dogs are into it as well. State so trooper. dog started driving. <laughs> this is the story. State trooper Heather Axton said the man in the car told cops he was attempting to teach his dog how to drive. Why? It's in America. Oh, um, the state trooper. The said. <laughs> <laughs> the state trooper told uh, CNN he was driving very erratically, so erratically that multiple people called 911. A chase ensued during which the suspect was driving recklessly. As the trooper tried to corner the car to stop it, one of them spotted that there appeared to be a dog in the driving seat while the man steered. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, obviously, the dog can't do the steering. Yeah, he can do can't the pedals do and can do the gears and everything, but yeah. Thankfully, the troopers were able to use the spike stops to stop the vehicle uh, before he hurt someone. Uh, something like actually said... dog, doesn't it, Spike, as well? That's a bit... <laughs> That's my name? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> That's <He's>... so weird. 
uh, he was charged with reckless endangerment uh, and uh, under the influence getaway. <laughs> the, dog. the dog? The dog was hammered, mate. Hammered. Oh, um, nothing worse than a drunk dog driving a car. No, a drunk dog behind the wheel on a motorway travelling at 100 mile an hour. Yeah, still probably safer than a couple of Ubers I've been in. Mm, yeah. If I'm honest. Um, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, Steve, but that's well, obviously nonsense, isn't it? If they pass their theory, you can. <laughs> that dog is never going for a walk ever again, is it? No. Is that walking? He's, he, did he have his head at the window? Did he have his head at the window all the way as well? Because dogs, <laughs> you put a dog in a car. Yeah. Oh, just look for the windscreen, mate. No, no, I'm all right with this. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Right, that's the end of our show. Steve Edge? Yes, that's it. We'll uh, we'll, we'll obviously have a chat at some point. We, well, we speak every day anyway, but um, yeah. even more so during these times. We'll do another family pub quiz. That was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, we had, it was a nice time. We won, obviously. I mean, no one said you thanks, won. but that's fine. <laughs> thanks for you winning. <laughs> we oh, just that? well done. Just well done. Austin, Everybody said well done. We give you a round of applause and everything. <laughs> I'm not it competitive. Was a... I don't have a competitive bone in my body, so I wasn't bothered. No. I didn't, in no. fact, I didn't want to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make it harder this week. What was uh, the best yeah. question? Do you remember the best question? I thought the best question was... Nintendo. Uh, yeah, was what yeah. year was Nintendo uh, first a company? Like, when did they... Found when did, it, well, we even said, what decade to give you a 10-year window? Yeah, yeah. 1890. Yeah, ridiculous. Because he made card games. Oh, and he was eighteen eighty nine. It was even older than that. It was the eighties. But the it's a great, 18, great question. Yeah. Uh, we'll do a little bit of that uh, during this week. Anyway, have a lovely week. Uh, do your best. Stay inside. Stay safe. Uh, keep washing their hands. Uh, keep your brain active. Don't put pressure on yourself to learn the piano or a language. Just enjoy having a bit of time to yourself. Just get to know yourself and uh, and your and your family. Speak to people every day is my big uh, is my big tip. And and of course, thank you to all the people who are keeping the country going. Not just your workers and your teachers, but your cleaners and your shelf stackers and your drivers and your postmen and the the bloody gardener. Uh, thank you for, for for everything you do. See you next week. Absolute Radio. Sanford. Where real music matters.